Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. Short form, uh, quick 30-minute show today. And uh, as always, we want to hear what's on your mind. You can do that on the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line, 57500. Uh, and I want to actually go to one of our texts. Uh, the texter said, the only reason that I didn't like Obama's speech was because he took Trump to the woodshed. Uh, and if you were listening closely, uh, that had nothing to do with the issue. Uh, I regularly praise uh, President Obama for his incredible speaking skills. Uh, in fact, we uh, played a long segment of, I think, one of his greatest speeches. Most people don't know about it. It was uh, at Hiroshima, uh, and he uh, was extraordinary in that moment. Uh, and I think this, this spe- the reason the speech didn't work for me last night was he didn't say anything new about President Trump, so why even go there? Uh, if you're going to take someone on, take plow some new ground, take people somewhere where they want to go. And so, again, I, I disagree with the texture. Uh, I didn't like the speech because I didn't like the speech. It had very little to do with the politics of it. Uh, the texture did go on to say uh, that, you know, of course, this was revealing my partisan attitude. Uh, shocked that he actually praised uh, Kamala Harris, uh, which, again, if he was listening closely, uh, would have realized I regularly uh, have complimented her all the way back uh, during the primary uh, she, uh, I thought she would be the nominee of the Democratic Party for the very reason she displayed last night. She is wicked smart. She is super articulate, and she knows how to connect with people in a in a really interesting way. I think she is the most important part of the Biden Harris ticket, uh, and it will be her ability to communicate with the American people, which she put on display last night. And she arrived. She met her moment. So be careful. Be careful. Don't let your politics uh, color all of your perceptions. Uh, There's a lot more to it. And again, in most cases, I really don't care if you love President Obama or hate him. I don't care if you love President Trump or hate him. Let's talk about the principles and let's get to the higher ground. All right. We're going to talk about radio because it is National Radio Day. So here we are. It uh, it is National Radio Day today, which celebrates the great invention and uh, communication medium we use every day here at KSL News Radio. And and while the technology has continued to progress uh, leaps and bounds from that very first radio broadcast hit the airways back in the late 1800s, uh, this is what I want to re- remind everyone. This is a good example. We're right in the middle of. It's still up to the audience. It's up to you, the listeners, to remember to listen with your ears to listen with your hearts, to listen to your with your head. And then together, over this massive and, and wonderful medium that we call radio, together we can divide the rage from the reason, we can elevate the conversation, we can connect the dots, and we can make the news make sense. Why? So that we can thrive in our communities, in our homes, in our neighborhoods, and continue to live in the greatest nation on earth. Uh, and to me, that's the exciting part of radio. So we want to take a little trip through uh, memory lane with radio and uh, celebrate uh, this great invention. So we're going to uh, start with a uh, a little classic here. Uh, 
And I think one of the really first big pushes through radio was uh, FDR and his fireside chats. My friends, I want to talk for a few minutes with the people of the United States about banking. The new currency is being sent out by the Bureau of Engraving and Printing in large volume to every part of the country. The success of our whole national... So again, FDR. FDR went on to do about 30 of those fireside chats over the radio of, uh, over the course of his presidency. He talked about all kinds of things from economic recovery to war and everything in between. Uh, let's go to 1938. H.G. Uh, Wells, of course, uh, mastered the medium called radio. Uh, here's a little bit from his classic uh, War of the Worlds. This is Orson Welles, ladies and gentlemen, out of character to assure you that the War of the Worlds has no further significance than as the holiday offering it was intended to be. So goodbye, everybody, and remember, please, for the next day or so, the terrible lesson you learned tonight. That grinning, glowing, globular invader of your living room is an inhabitant of the pumpkin patch, and if your doorbell rings and nobody's there, that was no Martian. It's Halloween. <laughs> you got you to love H.G. Wells. That's awesome. One of my favorite, and I think one of the most important speeches uh, of all time on radio, was delivered not by the President of the United States, but by Eleanor Roosevelt uh, after Pearl Harbor. She was actually the first person to address the nation. She had her own weekly radio show way back then. Uh, and here's just a, a little sampling of what she told the nation after Pearl Harbor. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> I'm speaking to you tonight at a very serious moment in our history. The cabinet is convening and the leaders in Congress are meeting with the president. By tomorrow morning, the members of Congress will have a full report and be ready for action. In the meantime, we, the people, are already prepared for action. For months now, the knowledge that something of this kind might happen has been hanging over our heads. And yet, it seemed impossible to believe, impossible to drop the everyday things of life and feel that there was only one thing which was important, preparation to meet an enemy no matter where he struck. That's Eleanor Roosevelt. If you haven't listened to that, you should go listen to that today. Uh, that is one of, I think it's one of the greatest speeches of all time. It is a call to the American people in a most extraordinary way. Uh, I listen to that one pretty regularly, and I actually go back and read it quite often. Uh, very inspiring, very powerful. Uh, no look down memory lane on the uh, wonderful National Radio Day would be complete uh, without including a little bit of the great Paul Harvey. The history books say that once upon a gun battle in New Jersey, Alexander Hamilton fired and missed. But now you've seen how 32 years later, Hamilton's bullet returned from oblivion. And this time it found its mark. Now you know the rest of the story. Okay. Uh, I love Paul Harvey. Another one you can listen to all the time. And just real quickly, uh, because this one's for me, another voice from radio that you have to have and include when it comes to sports is Vin Scully. Oh, and one to Charlie. Swung on a high fly ball to deep left field. The Dodger bunch enters. Would you believe a home run? And the Dodgers have clinched the division and will sell it. All right. You got to have some Vin Scully if you're going to listen to radio. So it is National Radio Day. And for all of us here at KSL News Radio, we appreciate you continuing to tap in to this great invention, uh, this great legacy that is the radio airwaves. And we will continue our commitment every day to slow things down 
to divide the rage from the reason, to elevate the conversation, connect the dots, and try to help you make the news make sense. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us today on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that makes a difference. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.